0: Hello and welcome to the Growing Green Podcast. Your host, Jeremiah Jennings, is the owner of Growing Green Landscapes in Birmingham, Alabama, and has a passion for growing the entrepreneurship community for those who are young in business. Being a business owner isn't easy, especially in the early years, and that's why in this show we dive into a wide range of topics covering all the challenges small business owners deal with even if your company is generating a million dollars or more the stories from our great guest and Jeremiah's own firsthand experiences will propel your business forward and now here's your host Jeremiah Jennings What's going on everybody thanks for tuning into the episode
1: today here on the Growing Green podcast this is your host Jeremiah Jennings and we are excited to be coming to you today from Almond HQ, the Hardship Academy HQ. And uh, it's just been an awesome show today. We have the podcast summit going strong here, rocking and rolling, people are rolling in left and right. Uh, it's getting crowded, but it's having a, we're having fun. We're having fun. I love getting to do these in person interviews. So thanks to Kevin Brittany for hosting us and Kohler for sponsoring the event today. But let's hop into another guest interview because that's what you guys like that are listening in. And today we actually have a so I've only done one interview like this, and it was with Twin Tremors from Tennessee. Uh, have, y'all, have y'all seen them on Instagram or anything? Yeah, we've heard of them. Before. Okay. Yep. They, uh, I can't remember. Oh, I know his name. He, uh, I forgot their names. But they sold their business recently. Anyway, Twin Trimmers is the interview I've done like this. So we have Carter and Christopher. What's your last names? Glad. G L A B, Gle- glab. Do people get that confused with like glad a lot? Yep. So really? we always just say glad with the B. Glad. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> glad with the B. All right, Carter and Christopher with RFS Lawn and Landscaper here with us today. Y'all are twins, right? Yep. How old are y'all? Nineteen. We're eighteen. Eighteen. All yep. right, man. Well, Christopher, sounds like you are the uh, you kind of take the lead here. So tell us a little bit about what you got going on here at RFS.
2: And so, how y'all got started? We're based out of Cincinnati, and we do a lot of. Commercial maintenance, but we also dabble in the landscaping and and snow removal, and we pretty much do it all. Yeah. And so, we got six guys that work for us. Wow. Six plus
1: y'all? Yeah.
2: Wow, okay. So, we got three crews rolling. We do maintenance, and then, again, snow removal, so that's really our big hit right now. Yeah. And we're just... What part of Ohio? Cincinnati.
1: Cincinnati, okay. So, you're Bengals fans? Yep. I feel bad for you. Not right now.
2: Come
1: on now. <laughs> Did y'all win? Yeah, yeah we're still the Bengals going. Win? We're
2: still going. Ah, that's just
1: how much I keep up with it. Yeah, wait. Y'all played the. They played the Bills, right? Yep. Yeah. Y'all think Demar Hamlin's actually alive or not? Have y'all oh. seen all that? People, I think he's alive. People but. think. People think that he might not be alive. People think that's not him. Oh, it has to be him. Do you think but. it was him at the stadium? Did you see all that? Did y'all watch the game?
2: I watched the game a little bit. But. Yeah.
1: So they brought him in, and he like had a hood and everything on. They didn't know if it was him or not. People were, people were guessing it wasn't him. So anyway. I don't know. I anyway. don't know about all that.
2: <laughs> From the game, I didn't think he was going to make it. but
1: Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. It's crazy, man. Well, let's uh, let's hop into it. So y'all are twins. When did you start out in business? We started out about four years ago. So. Okay, so you were 14? Yeah.
2: 14, 15, something like that? That would have been freshman year of high school.
1: So y'all had your, perm- your driver's licenses? Or did you not? Not
2: not at first. So we were just doing mainly small landscape stuff, pulling weeds, 10, 15 bucks an hour, whatever we could get our hands on. Parents drop drop us off. We'll be there all day. Come pick us up at the end of the day. Yeah. Pack a lunchbox. Whatever we got done, we got done. Go back the next day if we weren't done. And then we got a couple opportunities where it was like, hey, can you cut my grass? And it was in the neighborhood. We were like, sure. I mean, 40 bucks in 20 minutes is better than 15 bucks in an hour. Yeah,
1: yeah, we'll take it.
2: We started picking up that. And then when we about when we turned fifteen, we had about twelve to fifteen lawns and our dad started driving us around. And so we were doing all that stuff. And then once we turned sixteen, it really just started to explode. Yeah. And last year we just graduated high school. So this is really Oh, our, so this is just, your first real, so year, start, real year. Starting this next season will be our first full season that we've had the opportunity to be full time every day.
1: Yeah. Are you nervous? Excited? What do you? I mean, what about it? Are you looking forward to? Oh, we're excited. We're yeah. ready to roll. Ready to roll. Oh yeah. Uh, so let's go back to the beginning. You said you got started at fifteen. You didn't have your licenses. Um, that that proposes a challenge for sure. Like you can't get around. What was the drive like? Did y'all just want to make money? Like what made you get into like pulling weeds in and doing lawn care stuff? So
2: really, it was our, our in our family. It's like you're going to work to get whatever you want. So okay. If we wanted to go do something, well you know, if you don't have money you ain't going to do it. Yeah. So it was I grew good. up that way. Go hustle and get some money and yeah. then, then you can go do whatever the heck you want. Yeah. And if you want and it was also like our parents showed us if you went out and worked blah blah blah, you'll have this. Yeah. So it was like if I do this, I can get this. Yeah. And if I work this hard, I can get that. Mm. So it was like, shit, let's go go make some money.
1: Yeah. I hear you, man. That's and, cool.
2: And then once you just start working, it's just another level of freedom that you have. It's mm. what are you going to do? work like always like yeah you just yeah. gain a whole different level of respect and it's they don't think you're doing something stupid you're just going to work yeah so.
1: it, it matures you too though yeah oh yeah i mean i bet you all were a lot more mature than your friends were at 16 17 years old oh yeah i mean it's i
2: was in gym class my sophomore year going to buy a brand new truck yeah yeah and they're like what the shit yeah <laughs> you're going to buy a brand new truck today i'm like yeah i'm going to buy a brand new truck
1: yeah that's awesome man so what do y'all do y'all just played everything 50 50 how does that work that's a uh how do like twins two people in the business what does that what does that look like
2: As of right now we really don't take much of a paycheck. We just home. invest it we all. We just really invest into the back end of the company. We both live at home still. Yeah. And then we just started renting a place this year so we that's we have an office there and all that so we put all cool. our money into that and then keep buying trucks, skills. Reinvest reinvest equipment. reinvest.
1: Yeah that's cool man so where have y'all how did you learn this so i was talking to dan with refner lawn care and he was he's young guys well he's 19 and it's so cool to watch how y'all have grown from i mean because like for me i figured i got into social media and things when i was mm, 21 20 or 21 and so y'all got into this at what what age did y'all finally like figure out social media and like instagram podcast whatever
2: Probably around 15 16
1: okay so early on so who did you see first you remember? Who who if like you got say? y'all into it.
2: I would say Brian was, it Brian? was like one of the starters just because yeah. he mainly does mowing. And that's yeah, what yeah. a lot of people get into. Get into, yeah. But then I'd watch Caleb a lot just because I like doing the French drains, that type of work. Mm-hmm. That's stuff they do. And then with especially with this shop build, it's something we want to do here in the next couple of years. The yeah. way we're growing is we're taking up too much space even at the place we started running up this year. Mm-hmm. So – it would be in the near future. All right, we need to get some ideas of what works, what doesn't work, and yeah. a good flow and what works for how many people you got and yeah. all that. So that was one of the things that drove us to come up here today was to look around too.
1: Yeah, see how everything's laid out? Have yep. y'all been out into the shop yet? Yeah. It's so, cool, isn't it? Yeah. It's crazy oh, yeah. set up. It's crazy. So that's that's really interesting. Y- you've, you've got a lot of business packed into the last couple of years. What are some things, or how did you how did you start to grow? How did you grow your company? That's something that people ask us a lot. Is like, how do I get new customers? How do I do this? How do I do that? Y'all did it at a young age. How? What is this, some advice you would give somebody out there who's trying to actively grow? What did y'all do? So for me, I just think that our business, I focus it more as building a brand.
2: Mm, okay. Compared to like trying to force force something into that's not there. Yeah. So like. All our trucks are wrapped the same. They're all black. They all look the same. The trailers, everything matches. Yeah. So we have a good website and then it's just a good reputation in the where we're
1: at. People mm-hmm.
2: know who we are. Really? And then we just started doing or like getting recently we we're getting better on our Google and that's helped us especially with I could see it within the last month. Just Really? Just off of our snow removal. Mhm. It's really picked up calls of, "Hey, you're right down the road from us. Yeah. Well, actually, we do 30 lots on your street. You, We'll get you a good deal. We're already mm-hmm. there. You sound like you're the person for me. Yeah. Works for me. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. And that really helped us out having Google. But then again, always keeping the trucks washed, always looking good. Most of the time, we try and make sure everyone has a decent uniform.
1: Yeah. That goes hand-in-hand hand with brand. I mean, yeah. keeping your stuff clean.
2: And then, so we really don't do much advertising just from when we are Back to when we started, Nextdoor app is amazing. Really? That,
1: okay, y'all are the second person that said that. Dan said the same thing.
2: But you get to a scale, they don't like you. Really? They they think you're advertising for a business. They want you to start paying. Mm-hmm. They want all this, and then the neighbors start kicking you off. Really? So you got to kind of scale up. We scaled ours back, and then we didn't post anything for like a year and a half on there. And then yeah. just fall season, we posted that we were doing curbsides for anybody, and they didn't kick us off because that's a service everyone it,
1: mm-hmm. yeah
2: but then when you're when you're advertising for landscapes or grass cutting it's like we already can look that up on google yeah get off of here
1: yeah really that's interesting i i've never used next door that huh it gets
2: pretty washed up
1: really yeah yeah the, that's what dan was saying he said that you get to a point where you grow your cut and it's not really the customers you want either yeah he said they complained a lot they had a lot of complaints um we still have, so we did it when we started. We still have probably fifteen of the people that we
2: started from there. Yeah, but like down the line, you kick, kick city. The yeah, are they're, and yeah. Just, they're weeding out. Mm. Yeah, they're we low. have
1: to, we have to bad ones, get the good ones.
2: They're the ones that they're fine at first, and then they start not paying the bills, or yeah. Then they start complaining. And it's like. For what? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like we're showing up and doing the work. You're the one that's not paying, but now you're complaining or
1: Yeah, exactly. You have no right to complain. I I
2: always have to hassle you to come pick up money when you're supposed to send it in or Yeah.
1: How do y'all do billing? Monthly. Okay. Monthly. Do you do it like do you have CRMs that you use? What do you what does that look like?
2: Right now we're using yardbooks. We're looking probably to switch to LMN just because it has more features and it's Mm -hmm. more of a professional look on
1: the customer end. Yeah, job um, costing with six people—that's that'd be huge too. Mm-hmm. Cool, yeah. man.
2: But for the billing for our residentials, we do monthly. But then our commercials—it's really however they want to do it. Yeah, it's, the commercial world is different. <laughs> it's commercials it's like yeah. different. So. They they
1: send it when they want to send it.
2: A lot of ours are pretty good. So. Yeah. We've never had really any. It's
1: all about building a right relationship yeah. with them, is what I found. Yep. Like if you can build a good relationship with commercials, they're they're probably going to send pretty pretty
2: good. We do all our fa- like our fast food places. If we plowed snow last night, the money will be here tomorrow.
1: Really? Yeah. Holy cow! What are they like wire transfer or something? Yeah.
2: Okay. So it's straight to the bank account. Yeah, that's send, awesome. Send invoices there next day.
1: So how, is, uh, how has snow worked for y'all? Snow's a snow's a big boy game, from what I hear. I, oh, I don't yeah. do snow at all. We're in Alabama, so we don't do any snow. But it's a big boy game, and it's pretty dangerous uh, sometimes. I mean, it could be – it's dangerous as far as business goes. You yep. can go upside down very quickly. So how did y'all work into snow, and, and how have you kind of grown that?
2: So our mentor from well, – before we have a mentor that's in our city, and he's really big in the snow game. So he knows everything. He has – Half the lot's in the whole entire city. And really? The whole Cincinnati area, he has half of them.
1: They know who he is. So if
2: you if you go to a big-ass parking lot, he's doing it. Yeah. He's the guy. So really, it was him and another guy that really was like, dude, just put a plow on your truck and try it. Like, you bought this truck. Why is it sitting all winter? Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, let's put a plow on this truck and let's try it. So the first year we did that, and we, did, we just did schools. So it was kind of like hit or miss because mm-hmm. they didn't want to salt. So it was like, okay, we're not making no money off of that. Mm -hmm. And then if it it was only Monday through Friday kind of thing, so I was like, all right, well, this got us into the game when we were making some good money. But then the next year, we were like, okay, let's 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 find some other contracts. So we we got some other contracts through grass work, and then just we sub out. We are subcontractors for some of those big companies in Mm -hmm. the area. So now we do two point two million square feet of
1: snow. Holy cow!
2: And that's it's and So that's how many
1: trucks do you have out running? Four trucks, two skid loaders. Wow. That's insane. Yeah. And those are all all y'alls. Yep. Man.
2: And so basically the two skid loaders stay on our shop is on the same road, them two skid loaders stay on, and every bit of six to eight hours them guys are gone. Really? And it's lot after lot after lot after lot and we pretty i I'd say there's maybe 45 buildings on that street and we do every bit of 35 of them
1: wow so your route's pretty tight then yeah so
2: that's our t- we have a that's our tight route right there and then we have a if you go like there's a, that street there's a highway and then there's another main street we do mm-hmm. another
1: 10 on that street so, we so got, how many snow customers do y'all have 72 holy cow so and what I'm, is that how long does that take for like for your whole snow route to be done so a two inch storm, which is like the basic, yeah, it'll take us little over seven hours with eight people. Yeah, y'all two in you're six guys. Yep, man, that's insane. That's a lot of snow. Do y'all like it? Oh, I love it. Really? You like it for the money? Yeah, that's, that's, that's <laughs> what everybody says. It. Yeah, I like it for the money. That's when what my, everybody shit says. Shit breaks all the time. Like, yeah, and we have new shit. Like, all we have the oldest truck
2: is our is our sidewalk crew truck. I so don't even can't like really count, but like mm-hmm. that's a 2010. But like oh yeah, so it's not <laughs> even old. So yeah. it's not even old. So yeah, like, but like our newest plot track is a 2015. Or, yeah, no, our newest is or, our oldest plot track is a 2015. Our newest is 2020. Yeah, so those are old. So yeah, they're like, all. Yeah, they don't new. break down. Yeah, so like, but st- stuff breaks. But yeah, like last storm we had brand new box pusher we bought this year, cutting edge shattered. It's like it's a metal cutting edge. How, yeah, it's brand new. How, How I does, does this, that happen? Why this just shattered? And it was only the second building in. So mm. you get, you're fighting with that all night of trying to. Are
1: they going to warranty it or anything?
2: I just replaced it. Yeah, I mean, it's not even worth it. Hundred eighty bucks. Oh it. yeah, those aren't
1: bad. For I didn't. I don't know how much yeah. any of that stuff
2: costs. Yeah, on some of the like plows with expandable wings and stuff like that, it starts to get more expensive. But yeah, like you, Brian's. You, yeah,
1: <laughs> fourteen foot. Yeah,
2: that's definitely something. If you can get big plows like that, especially with wings, yeah, your productivity just goes up so really? much.
1: Y'all think y'all head that way, eventually.
2: We're going to probably, with our route being so tight, we'll probably get another skill loader and then probably supplement two skill loaders on one street for a wheel loader, mm-hmm. with a 15 pusher instead of a 10. Yeah. And that
1: will increase. Yeah.
2: Increase and less people for lots.
1: So y'all have gone through a lot of stuff together. You go through your whole lives together, literally. Yeah. Um, would y'all say you're best friends? Like you do everything together? guys thanks for tuning into the show today and i'm so excited to be bringing to you a new live event in our industry it's called synced live it's the second annual event and it's going to be on february the 6th and the 7th of 2023 at the cobb galleria in atlanta georgia some of the leaders are going to be speaking at this event from our industry are jim mccutcheon deborah cole mike haynes jay worth joe langton And many more. There's literally probably 10 more on this list that I'm not even reading. So there's going to be a ton of value packed from speakers there. There's also going to be education topics going on in and around the booth at the event. They're going to be talking about recruiting and retaining employees, innovation, automation, and the ROI of automation. There's going to be tons of stuff on that there's also going to be 70 plus vendors now you don't want to go to the trade show and not see vendors so like we said 70 plus vendors there's going to be vendors pertaining to porcelain paving natural stone paving walling systems smart measurement robotic mowers tech software everything in between it's going to be full of Full of value and full of great vendors and exhibits that we get to go look at and try things out for our business and see how we can make our businesses better in the future. So, like I said, it's our second annual event, Synced Live, February 6th and 7th in Atlanta, Georgia. The 6th is a half a day of the show. The full day is on the 7th, on Tuesday. I can't wait to be a part of this. I can't wait to show up and be there and network, hang out with all of you guys. This is my first year going. If you've never gone, if you didn't go last year, make it out this year, Atlanta, Georgia. It's well worth your ticket price just for the education alone, not even to mention all the vendors and things you're going to get to see and the networking you're going to get to do. So come out and see us in Atlanta on February the 6th and the 7th at Sync Live, Cobb Galleria. We can't wait to see you there. Now let's get back to the show. Oh yeah, for we're, the most we're,
2: part, we're with each other twenty four seven.
1: Really? Oh yeah. That so you think that's just like a twin thing? Like yeah. it's, it's it's like people say. Yeah. It just you just do everything together. Oh yeah, like our locks
2: on our doors don't even work to our bedrooms. Yeah. That, you just do everything. It's yeah. you lock it. It's getting unlocked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> yep.
1: Okay, so you do everything together. So that so it's cool that you started on that basis. Like we know that, like your best friends, you hang out, you do literally everything together. Business is totally different though. You bring business into the game and it's something like, Okay, this is this can this can really cause some issues and, and I feel like it's business tears families apart, business tears marriages apart, um, it can tear just any relationship apart, really, if it's done the wrong way. What are some steps that y'all put in place to make sure that y'all's relationship doesn't get torn apart and how you like stay together? I mean, just because like you don't like your brothers, like you're you are each other's best friend right now. You'll obviously get grow up, get married one day, like well, I shouldn't say grow up, you're growing up, but y'all get married, then you'll separate a little bit more and you'll start your own families. But right now, like, y'all are the business plus each other's best friends, built-in best friends. So what have y'all done to kind of make sure that relationship doesn't get torn?
2: I think we both have our own, like, kind of roles in the business. so like Defining roles. Yep, so, like, he's more of, like, the estimate side and, like, but I do the billing. So, like, we kind of, like, split it half and half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that kind of helps we know what each other's role is, but Mm -hmm. we also, like, hey, I'll help you on this. I'll help Mm -hmm. you on that. But, like, we're not... Jumping boundaries, or and that, cause that's where it starts getting eerie. Is where someone's like, Why the heck you, didn't you do this? Yeah, well, it wasn't my job, it or it was yeah. your job, or it's, it's dead. You know exactly where it is, you do it, or you don't do it. Yeah,
1: and I don't get blamed for it if it doesn't
2: yep. get done, right? Yeah, uh, say hey, Carter, why wasn't this estimate sent out? Well, I can't blame you because it wasn't your job, so yeah, at least it puts it puts a blame on somebody, but also it makes you
1: take It makes you take initiative to do stuff. It yep. makes you accountable. Yeah, and holds you accountable.
2: If he's done with everything and it's 7 o'clock at night and he wants to go home, but I still got to finish estimates, that's my job. Mm-hmm. I got to do that. But then again, after a snowstorm, I'm the one that deals with all our subcontractors, and I know, all right, they want us to charge two pushes, even though we pushed one just because it was 6 to 8 inches. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I need to relay that to him, so then I'll still help him on billing. Mm-hmm. But then it's also still his role, like, all right, P&L, why, is, why is this not put in the, the checks in the bank yeah. or whatever? So it really holds each other accountable, and that's what's great about it.
1: How have y'all learned that whole accounting and financing side of things? Like, do y'all have a bookkeeper or anybody that helps you, or do y'all do all that stuff in-house?
2: So we do, like, a lot of it in-house, but then we do have a tax lady that kind of helps us, but... She's been really cool with, like, teaching me how to do it. Mm-hmm. So she's, like, teaching me the ins and outs of Ohio's taxes. Yeah. And, like, all the write-offs I can do and the different stuff to make it easier for next year. Yeah. And years following. So it's been, like, it's been nice knowing, like, hey, if you would have done this, you could have saved this much money. Mm-hmm. And she's really taught me that where compared to, like, other people where they just hand it to them, they're like, well, here's my stuff. my stuff, mm-hmm. just, just do it. Yeah. I'm like, well, you don't know what you could do. No plan in you place. No plan, no you have nothing that you can use for knowledge for your following. Yeah. Then again, we, we were fighting just to find someone to try and sell us money too. Like we'd turn in our information. The dude would be like, all right, you did this much sales. Didn't really want to work with our write-off. So I was like, I'm not paying you 18 grand for taxes. I'm like, yeah. I know buddies that are doing over a million that pay six grand. Yeah. I was like, why? And I'm like, we reinvest pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. I was like, no We're not re- showing that not, much profit. And I'm like, like, there's really not much profit at yeah. all at this point just mm-hmm. because we wanted to expand a bunch. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm not paying you that. I was like, screw off. I'm the next guy. Yeah.
1: So growth sucks cash. Yep. Everybody's heard that. Would y'all say that's true? Oh, yeah. Sucks cash. I would say
2: out of all the money we made this year, probably we probably see 10% of it. Yeah.
1: Because you've really
2: put so much money into this business I don't yeah. know, in the last two years,
1: yeah. Uh, what
2: is the plan moving forward? I would love to grow it to about six to ten crews.
1: Six to ten crews, okay. So, what is that, 20 guys? Yeah, something 20, like that, 20, roughly. 30 guys. Yeah, just a lot. was that? How have you done that? I mean, how have you managed people? Because our guys that are working, surely some of them are older than y'all, yep, that are working for you. Yep. So how has that worked? I mean, like, has there been any, like, pushback from employees or anything? Have you had good employee retention? Just what does that whole process of growing a, a team look like?
2: So for us, I think more of being, like, not like a buddy, but, but being a buddy boss. Mm-hmm. So, like, not treating them like, hey, I'm your boss. Treat me like I'm your boss. Like, But, like, I, we're cool with everybody. Like, mm-hmm. we treat everybody fairly, and they, they all want to come back. Like, but they good, still know you're the boss. But they That's still the know thing. I'm the boss. Yeah. So, like, there's a fine line. They know when to get stuff done, but they know, hey, let's, like, I take them out to lunch every Friday if we do good. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they know, thanks, boss, but, like, they're also, like, it's kind of like a buddy thing. Like, mm-hmm. where you can sit there and talk and have fun. and Yeah, yeah. So, it's a fine line, but, like, you got to keep them happy. Yeah, you got to make it an enjoyable place to work. Yep. Yeah, like, the other night, we were just out, and I was like, all right, if we finish this snowstorm before, I think it was 8 a.m., I was like, well, I'll jump in the truck, and we'll go get breakfast, and we are they breakfast at, like, 1130, and they're yeah. just all sitting there bullshitting. And
1: Which, breakfast isn't cheap when you have ten, eight people yeah, eating. Right. Like, that's, <laughs> well, that's a couple hundred bucks every meal. Right. Like, damn near.
2: Yeah. But it's it's a nice incentive of, hey, these people are going to start getting to their offices by 8. Yeah. If I, if I tell these guys if we're back at the shop by 8 and we can go to breakfast, that means all these offices are happy with me. Mm-hmm. I get to keep that contract. So, yeah. if I keep these guys rolling, because we went in at three. Yeah. So it was it was a light storm, but it was we also needed to get moving to mm-hmm. so, because that's it's just when it hit, I'd rather not push around cars and push when it's yeah. open. So yeah. It helps just to keep them happy. And
1: how frustrated do y'all get when there's a car in the way?
2: We gotten pretty good at, it and especially with our skid loaders, you can go right around
1: them. Really? Yeah. You ever wanted to hit a few though? Oh like, yeah. <laughs> Does it ever just make you that mad? None <laughs> of our guys have hit a car yet, so I'm. I'm my yeah, don't say that. Like, <laughs> you still got a lot of snow
2: season left. <laughs> yeah, The main thing is not the actual cars parked. It's the ones that want to drive in the parking lot. And then they While just, you're plowing? They just want to drive like right where you're going or I'm pushing a line. They'll stop right in front of me. <laughs> like what? <laughs> like, like, come on now. I yeah. got to at least let me finish this pass because yeah. now I got to back up. I'm already a full pusher because I'm a skid letter. I'm already a full box. It's Once you stop, you don't have any momentum. So yeah. like now I got to restart this up. You're right in front of me. And then I just spilled everything. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's
1: funny. That's real life. That is real life stuff right there. Oh, you're yeah. just learning. So y'all have learned a lot over the years. What is uh one piece of advice you would each give to a younger you going back and starting a company? Definitely put I think we did it pretty well,
2: but as much money as you can put back into the business while you're not Yeah. You don't have any expenses.
1: You're a kid. You're doing it right, man. If you put as t-
2: much money into the business as you can like I said, we just graduated, so now it's really when our expenses are starting to hit. I mean, we have jacked insurance right now because we're so young, and, yeah. and just running the business, it's just like, man, those those are really hitting, but when I was 16, dude, and it's lower than that, we were, we had nothing. We had mm-hmm. nothing to worry about, so you could just pile all that money and put it right back in the business. We were buying, You could buy brand new lawnmowers and all that, mm-hmm. and it, it works because you're not sitting down time. You can't... Hey, uh, I call a customer and say, hey, I can't get to your lawn. My machine's down. Yeah. It's not. If you had that money and you had brand new machines because you're reinvesting,
1: you don't have those problems. Have you got some?
2: No, I'm good. (laughs) All
1: right. What is, uh, so do you all lease or, I mean, do you all finance or do you pay cash for everything? The only thing left right now that's on finance is one truck. Really? All your, both your kids there to pay for? Oh, man, that's awesome. So y'all just are working. So, but did y'all finance that? You've used financing to grow? Oh,
2: not really. Really? Because under, under 18, it's really hard. I guess that to, is true. It's to, hard to, to, build to get, a get it. Credit yeah. Score. And so once we just turned 18 last year is really when we started building the credit score. And how we did, the best way we started doing it was we got a lot more on credit. Yeah. Like I already paid it off. But yeah. It's, yeah. It's just like,
1: it at least gets start it. It's it, an it's entry sta- level. It
2: starts it. But it Really, you had for us to grow. It was I got cash.
1: Yeah, yeah. When you're that young, that is true. That's but that's smart. Like I would tell myself or anybody younger than me that that's not in my stage of life. Like, do the things. Just please do what you, exactly what you're saying. Why you can? Like when you have a wife and a kid, like it just changes everything. Oh yeah, you have so much. You just more have so costs. much. More, yeah, you're, just, it just gets so much more expensive. Yeah. Like, like there's there's thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars that's gonna get sucked out. Just, oh, yeah. just, just, it because. is what it is. Yeah, just because. Yep. So, like, that stuff now, when you don't have that, do y'all pay rent?
2: For the at shop? Home? No, at home. at home. Yeah, so, so like, see, all that money. 1500 bucks plus to be at home. And you should, and, and you and, should say said that for each of you. You right. should both, like, yeah. y'all
1: should be putting $3,000 a month back into the business just for rent that right. you're not paying. Right. Like, yeah, it's crazy. And that's
2: what gets us everything else. Yeah.
1: I mean, I mean, how have you learned this stuff? That's what I want to So, we're at the podcast summit today. Everybody's hanging out, having a good time. Would you say that social media and podcasts and YouTube has helped y'all get to where you are today? Yes. Yeah.
2: I'd say so. But then also, we have those guys in town that we talk to a lot. Yeah, all. those local so, mentors. So it's there's a guy that he's probably 10 years older than us, but mm-hmm. he, went, he went through the local sc- Catholic school and then went to college. And he was talking to us, and he goes, I dropped out of college my first year. I was getting phone calls to go do work for more than money I was going to make than what I was going to go to school for. Yeah. He goes, this is stupid. And mm-hmm. now he's doing five ten million dollars a year worth of worth of construction or excavation work mm-hmm. and snow removal it's like why why not listen to someone who's making ten million dollars a year than, yeah then just kind of like blow them off in the water
1: what are y'all gonna do this year in sales
2: i'd probably say we're gonna do around the eight hundred thousand.
1: wow work. that's awesome man we you did think about
2: half a million last year
1: man y'all gonna grow that much yeah you think we've doubled every year wow Y'all are going to be catching up to uh, the kid contractor himself pretty soon.
2: <laughs>
1: Look at him. Look at him. They're putting on his deodorant. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's awesome, man. Hey, Caleb, these twins are going to do 800000 next year. It's insane. Um, are we profitable? That's right. Gross sales don't mean anything, right? We're Y'all, profiting. They're reinvesting everything. <laughs> so that's cool man Caleb was walking walking by us there but anyway um, that's awesome that's great to hear that and and, and he's right top line doesn't oh, matter Yeah, that's like what it, I say it to doesn't everybody, matter because we've bought out two companies in the last year the small guys in our
2: area and I'm like they're like saying how much money they're making I'm like dude you don't, you don't even know your numbers yeah 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 you, you gotta you got really dig into it and they're like well I already paid for the lawnmower so it doesn't matter I'm like no it, it just, it because, you, calls you just money. because you paid for it in the beginning doesn't mean you need to make money to pay for it now. Mm-hmm. Like you made the money, but you still have to make the money back to pay for it. That's right. Because you made that money before, but not it wasn't for that lawnmower. But it was you used it for it, but yeah. it wasn't from that lawnmower. Yeah. So I talked to we were talking to a couple of buddies last week about it because they want to sell out. And I'm like, just because you have this doesn't mean you're whatever they were doing like seventy thousand just in mowing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, just because you make seventy thousand in mowing. Doesn't mean that's what you're making. Yeah, seventy grand ain't going in your
1: pocket. It ain't going in your pocket. They're trying
2: to tell us they're like, no, we're like eighty percent profitability. I was like, do you really know your numbers? Yeah. I was like, have you really looked at it? And he, I did the numbers on it, gave my buyout price, and I was like, at least for me to make that back, we got to be making at least fifteen cuts. Mm -hmm. Fifteen cuts. You should be doing. You should make that back for your buyout price and how much you make per week. You should be making that back in a couple weeks. I said, couple weeks. Where does that number come from? Yeah. I said. Have you really done the math? Yeah. Break it down.
1: Mm, that's good. How have y'all done that? So, like, I mean, how have you learned that stuff?
2: Uh, Mentors? Mainly just because you have all your bills. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you just got, see you it. Gotta, yeah. You got to cover them each month. I think like, as
1: you scale, you think it's it's been something that you've learned as you scaled? Definitely. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't have learned all this if you stayed small. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, and I really like digging into
2: it. Like, why the heck did I just lose $1,000? Mm. Where did it go? Yeah. And then you can break it down well. Shoot, we filled up every single piece of equipment this week, and it costed us this much money. Yeah, what is y'all's
1: fuel bill every week? Oh, I, c- I couldn't even tell you. I think,
2: <laughs> I think at the end of the month, it averages
1: around five grand. That's insane. Yeah, that is insane. Well, now y'all can get some. Uh, y'all be racking up some credit card points if you start using credit cards in your business. We're just so just this year, so we're starting getting yeah business. Man, y'all cards, be able to so, go everywhere. You yeah. do everything with credit card points. You just get them, pay them off at the end of the month. I oh mean, yeah, it's awesome, man get them fly miles. That's right. That's right. You start flying first class wherever you want to go. So, yep. that's what it's about. Well, that's awesome, man. Where can everybody find you if they want to connect with you on Instagram or something?
2: So, we're on Instagram at rfs lawn and landscapes and that's really our main source and then we just
1: have a website. Cool. More that's for the business side. Cool, man. That's that's awesome. So, one question we try to ask all of our guests on the show is what is your why? So, one of you can take it first. You can go first.
2: I would just say I like to live a nice lifestyle. I like the stuff yeah. I like, and yeah, you just want to build a fun life. I, th- I think it's fun building. Yeah, like more of the process is fun than the, I enjoy the work every yeah. day. But more of the process of having employees and mm. talking to clients and being the person that comes in and makes them happier, does their landscaping, and it's like, wow, this is great. We get to enjoy this, mm-hmm. and they can thank you for years to come, and you look like their hero. Yeah, which is. Really, why well, I like doing it. Yeah. Awesome, man. Puts a good smile on someone's face when you do a good work. It's mm. as simple as that. Mm. That's that, that's based off his really saying, like, if I come in there and I come into this patio and it looks badass, mm-hmm. that family's going to love me, and they're going to smile, and they're going to thank us, everybody, and they're yeah. just, it's just going to go around. And, I and think they're going to create a lot of memories on that in the future. Oh, yep, and I think that's really the more to it. That's why I really like the landscape side, but I run the maintenance side. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm really good with like, because like a lot of our places are more high end, commercial office buildings, and then we do a lot of fast food restaurants too. Mm-hmm. So they're they have to be perfect. There's inspections every single month, so they need to be done. Yeah. So I'm more of like I like I like to make sure everything's in line, but then you got to be doing this. Mm-hmm. So I like si- so like keeping that fine line. It's like why I like doing it because I know our stuff is gonna be tippity top. Yeah, and it's like people are gonna be happy with me. Like, mm. Hey, I drove past your Taco Bell. It looks good. Yeah, I'm not surprised. How have y'all kept,
1: <laughs> have y'all kept quality control up with six guys out there without you there? We're on the cruise a lot of the time. Okay, so not all the time, but yeah, a lot you can't. Of, you physically can't be there all the time, right? Like but numbers don't add up. Yeah. but some of the ones, I mean, the ones, just I mean, how does that happen? I mean, you just so a lot of train? our train. Yeah, we have. So we got a guy that. He worked with me last year,
2: insane, like, awesome. Yeah, and I'm throwing him on a crew this year. Yeah, all by himself. Yeah, with some guys. Yeah, so it'll be it'll be great. Yeah, but yeah, I think letting people fly underneath your wing mm-hmm. is really where it starts. Yeah, because they know what your standards are. Yeah, and learn and grow from there. Learn and grow, and if they're not going to keep up to the standards, you know that before they're mm. going on to another crew yeah that's good and then just to be able to jump in a truck and drive around and look at stuff mm-hmm. well being in there i'm more in the office than he is so being able to just all right i'll drive out and look at this and it looks like shit Ton to text
1: yeah write it up yeah
2: hey guys missing this at this location make sure you at least get it next time or i just clean it up so keep yeah. it nice
1: yeah do y'all have the same phone number so here's the business a, call. He has the business call okay. phone number, and then I have just my phone number. Yeah, your personal. Yep. Okay. So, man, your phone probably never stops then, does it?
2: Mm, not really. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: a good problem to have, though. Yeah. I mean, like you said, this time of year, ching, 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 money's coming in with snow. So that's awesome, man. Well, if cool. there's nothing else y'all want to leave anybody with, let's wrap it up. All righty. Well, I appreciate it absolutely guys thanks for tuning in if you enjoyed the episode leave us a big five-star rating and review thanks to kevin and Brittany for hosting us today and kohler for putting the event on it's been a great time hanging out and networking with guys like you we would never get to do this if it wasn't for uh, events like this taking place so maybe let's see when will we see y'all again we are going to go to equip this year
2: oh we're at equip been there the last three years when it got but it got canceled the one so.
1: yeah yep awesome man well we need to link up there as well uh i hope you enjoyed the episode we look forward to guys with everybody here on the next one
0: Thanks for tuning in to the Growing Green podcast. It is an honor to have you listening and we hope you receive valuable advice to help take your business to the next level. Don't forget to follow the podcast so you'll be notified when our next episode drops.